Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. One of the positive things about the so-called Israel Apartheid Week is we discover new friends. People are willing to put themselves out there and defend Israel. Lusanta Maguapa is one of them. In 2016, she attended a month-long Mashav course in Israel on a youth at-risk program, learning how to prevent student dropouts and how to reintegrate those who had. Following her experience there, she came back to South Africa and started the Dream Factory Foundation, which aims to give young people opportunity to achieve their potential. Um, Lucinda joins me now from Botswana, where she has just opened a second branch of the Dream Foundation. Lucinda, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Hello, thank you so much for inviting me for the interview. So, Lucinda, firstly, um, tell me about your experiences in Israel. Sure, where do I begin? <laughs> um, I've had the privilege of going to Israel twice, and um, each time it's been an incredibly life-transforming and changing um, such a journey for me. Um, I think you cannot separate Israel from the spiritual side of things because of it's so rich in culture and history, and the whole, you know, especially Jerusalem itself is centered around um um, you know, the, the, the history of the nation. So I'd say for me, it was a personal transformation, but also because of the program I was in, it was professionally, career-wise, it also um, um, ended up in, a, in, in, in transforming the way we do things as an organization. So how did you get onto the Machab program? I basically applied Interestingly, the way I, I got to find out of it was really purely like a, a kind of it must have been divine because it was on an evening and I was just doing basic research. Um, it was so divine that actually when I came back, the, the secretariat of SA UNICEF even asked me, how did you find out about the opportunity? And I said, honestly, it must have been for me. You know, when mm-hmm. something's for you, it's for you. And I just simply applied and it worked out perfectly because it was the Mashav program that was fully sponsored. So um, the my trip was sponsored as well as my stay over there. Where are you from, Lucinda? From the Eastern Cape, East yes. London. So you're from East London. Okay. So um, so you went on the program and it was a program to help youth at risk. You were there for a month. Where exactly were you and what did you do? Um, we stayed in a kibbutz called Ramad Rachel. Unfortunately, at the time, they weren't the 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 um the berries went out. But one of the famous things that they're known for is to uh, is to produce berries. Um, no cherries. Pardon me, it was cherries. And but we also had an opportunity to travel around Israel. So we went to um oh god, we went to Tel Aviv, we went to um, Haifa, and then we also went to the Dead Sea as part of the the tourism part of the course. And then when you came back, you started your own foundation, the Dream Factory Foundation. How did that come about? Well, I didn't necessarily start the Dream Factory Foundation then. It started in 2011. But what I was inspired to do was to run an academy out of an inspiration that I saw there because we were touring different um, organizations and seeing not only what the government was doing for youth at risk, but also what citizens were doing. So Machshava Tova was one of those organizations we visited that really inspired me to start the, the, the business and coding academy in South Africa. So um, just to understand it, so the Dream Foundation already existed? 
the Dream Factory yes. Foundation. Just yes. tell, me, tell me a little bit about the Dream Factory Foundation. Um, this one was uh, inspired by um, volunteering in, in government schools in South Africa. I was in Cape Town at the time, and I really just saw um, a lot of need in, in those schools, and yet I saw a lot of hope at the same time because we're basically just doing inspirational tours. Um, it was a friend of mine, Lorianne, and from there, I think it just led to one thing after the other. Like The kids loved the show so much that we continued and we asked ourselves, what more can we do? And so it was out of that, you know, looking for funding, looking for situa- um, people to support us, that one of our um, first, like, institutional funders, it was the Learning Trust, the director asked me, so are you just a bunch of good people doing good things or are you actually running an organization? And for me, that was the pivotal turning point where I was like, okay, actually, I want to run an organization. And that's where things, you know, the structuring, hiring, and really being intentional about being an organization that would last a very long time. And then the program that you instituted following your trip to Israel? Yes. And so for that one, also what they did in Israel, which was really fascinating for me, there's two projects. The other one is still, I'm still working on it. But that one was that they, they got a bunch of kids together. They got second hand computers from the, from the community. They taught the kids how to fix the computers. And then the kids sold the computers back to elderly people, teaching them um, on computer training, different things, just basically to be updated with the digital space. So what then I did was then um, I basically uh, partnered with the likes of Google um, to basically do the same but in schools. So training young people, basic coding skills, and then we also, um, through other found- funders, including the Israeli embassy, are now... Um, bringing in unemployed youth for a period of 6 to 12 months and training them on business skills so that they can actually start their own entrepreneurship initiative as well as um, they also code computer science. So at the end, the, the assignment is based on um, presenting their business skill, their business plan on a website that they've developed themselves. Lucinda, you've been recognized for the work that you've done. Can you tell me just some of the, the, the awards you've been given? So we've received the Ministerial Award, the Western Cape Ministerial Award for Youth Leadership. We've also um, received recently the Young Tra- Young Woman Transform Prize, which is um, rec- which is sponsored by USAID in recognition for the work we are doing in the academy. And part of the prize also includes um, funding that allows us to to actually continue the work of the of the academy. And then how I actually am able to do the project here in Botswana is uh, receiving the Facebook Community Leadership Award where they're recognizing um, leaders who are both um, communicating their work online but also doing projects in the community um, offline. And then they're basically wanting to support those communities not only with funding but also with capacity building um, through Facebook. So those are just some of the things that um, you've been able to achieve. And most of them actually have been in recognition of the academy. Wow, that's incredible work. Uh, Listen, we're going to take a break now. But after the break, maybe we can just look at kind of the issues around supporting Israel at times like IAW. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish.
And I'm talking to Lysanda Maguapa. She is um, the director of the Dream Factory Foundation. They have just opened an office in Botswana where she's talking to me from. And part of the inspiration for her academy is a trip to, um, to the Mashav in Israel, Mashav in Israel. Um, Lysanda, when we're looking for people to speak out on behalf of Israel, you put your hand up. Is it, uh, um, is it difficult to do that in the environment in which we live? Yes, of course it is. <laughs> and it's very practical for me because, um, because I run an organization, you know, the things that we say publicly are, they're accounted for. I actually remember one time speaking to a potential donor and we're actually speaking about, about Israel and I was joyfully, you know, speaking about my, my experience there and how it's just been tremendous. And they turned around and said, and said, you know, I'm Jewish myself, but I currently don't support what's happening in Israel. So of course you can imagine, you know, the, 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 the lump in my throat at that moment because you're trying to get funds from this person and there you go being shot, being told, ah, maybe not. So what I'm trying to say is that it is, I'd say, somewhat of a hostile environment, but I think I had to make a personal decision on, you know, what do I regard as being right and standing on it and irrespective of, of, of what I think the consequences for that might be. But I think it's important that each of us at some point take a stand on what we believe is right, irrespective of fear or, or thinking that, you know, we'll be compromised somehow. And Lucinda, I hope that in taking your principled stand that you're rewarded as well, that people will fund you just because of the fact that you're taking a principled stand, knowing that if you put yourself out there, you are being uh, make, making yourself vulnerable. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> Um, Lysandra, you continue to work with the Israeli Embassy. Yes. Um, we've, I've been able, well, they started an alumni program that they're starting to set up. I'm from South Africa. Um, I'll, let me not say started, it has been there, but let's say it's been revived. So it's been a slow process of um, seeing that alumni program come through. I went to, attended at their first meeting in Johannesburg. And then also we've been talking about, um, the embassy possibly um, sponsoring our menstrual hygiene program. They can't do so financially at the moment, but they've connected us to a lady that does similar work based in Cape Town. But what I love is that for the first time, I think the, the cooperation between the embassy and our organization is warming up and hopefully throughout the years we'll, we'll do more projects together. And I know Botswana as a country is, um, has a good relationship with Israel, as many African countries do. Yes. And I don't know if that makes well, a difference to you, Lysander. Well, what I've done is I will hopefully, um, through the South African embassy, get in touch with the embassy here in Botswana. Because one of the things that um, I we starting to hopefully do with the, with the embassy is to take more of my staff on the mashup. So we took one more staff last year, and I'm hoping to take one from Botswana to go to a program um, uh, an agricultural focused program in Israel. Um, but it's interesting you say that because with the Israeli week this week, when I was reading the write up, you know, it was saying that more African countries actually are, you know, are not in support of Israel more than ever before. Um, so it's, it's just an interesting time, I think, at the moment. So, and I guess it depends on the leadership. What I noticed, for example, with specifically my country, a lot of it was based on historical relationships during apartheid and, mm. and during the leaders and who was involved with who at the time and how that manifests in the mm. future and how we see it, seeing it play out today.
Mm, I think you're 100% right, Lysandra. Um Well, I have time just to say thank you very much for um, for being our friend. We appreciate the friendship. And, and also to commend you on your bravery for kind of sta- standing up and, as you say, saying what's right and drawing a line in the sand. And we appreciate yeah. the friendship, and I hope your business goes from strength to strength. Much appreciated. I also appreciate and I honor you. It's been awesome communicating with you. You are wonderful, and I hope that we can definitely have more conversations in the future. I look forward to that, Lysander. Um, Thank you very much. That was Lysander Maguatha from the Dream Factory Foundation.